welcome to Run the Table. I'm your host, Bryce Tinson. And Obert, how are uh, we doing? I'm doing really good. Um, it was an incredible week of football. I mean, really. Is that an understatement? I, I don't know if I've ever been so hooked about, you know, kind of a series of games. I said I had no ruining interest. It still kept me hooked, and that's what the NFL is unbelievable Was at. that the, the best weekend of football ever? I think it's the best single round of any playoffs in the history of athletics. Wow. I would agree I with said you. it. I would agree with you. I said it. Have we ever had something have four walk-offs like every single game? I think maybe yeah, that, that's unbelievable. I think maybe you could probably go back and find a day of NCAA tournament with like eight upsets and like eight buzzer beaters or something crazy. <laughs> but I mean, this was this was absolutely unbelievable. Each and every game, I just thought it can't get any better than this, and I think it did. I literally think every single game was better than the last as far as finish goes. Um. Did you just mute me? No, I turned your I turned your headphones down. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing ever. It was so weird. Um, but yeah, I, it was it was really incredible. Great four games. Doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't. And after I mean after a pretty, I I don't want to say underwhelming. Yeah, we'll say underwhelming. A wild card round. It was you know the games weren't. There was what two competitive games. The Bengals, Raiders, and then the Cowboys, Niners. Other than that, it was like blowout, blowout, blowout. Mm. It wasn't really anything of substance. Yeah, and then we true. get this weekend. You have, uh, I mean, we'll get into it. Some of the some of the greatest finishes, and some of the um, what the hell just happened finishes. Yeah. Like, uh, let's start with one of them. I mean, all of them were kind of like that, but we'll start with the uh, Bengals Titans. Yeah, uh, I have to I have to say something first. Uh, I was completely wrong about the Titans. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Owen for calling me out on this because uh, I I had the if you remember from like literally two weeks ago I had the Titans in the Super Bowl uh, I said that I trusted Ryan Tannehill they were getting Derrick Henry back they were gonna they were gonna be the best team in the AFC or they were at least gonna make the Super Bowl I don't know about the best team I was so wrong and I couldn't be even I couldn't be more wrong um, <laughs> they played like crap offensively. Uh- um, I think, I don't know. I, I, I feel like at the end of the day, they might've been the better team. I really do. It's tough. Bengals nation out there. Don't get butt mad. They won. They won on the road. They absolutely deserve to advance. I think, you know, that's absolutely good for them. But I mean, I don't know. I, uh, it's just, you, tough. you've brought this up. It's just tough. You've brought I, it up and, and I, I've been trying to think of it. I've been trying to give you yeah, a, a give, solid answer. Yeah. yeah. What did the biking or the the Bengals do that impressed you? Absolutely not. I mean, okay, so Joe Burrow throws the ball over the turf. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Fine. His QBR is twenty eight point two. Think about that. Twenty eight point two well, is his QBR. Well, that also he takes, gets sacked exactly. nine times. QBR, folks. QBR takes enough. Uh, no, I, no I don't think Joe Burrow played poorly at all. I don't think he played poorly at all. But as far as their passing game goes, when yeah. you have nine sacks, sixty eight yards. I mean, you're losing sixty eight yards in the I passing think, game. So, so. The way NFL works is it takes it takes those sack yards off of passing, right? Mm-hmm. If this were if this were college football, the Bengals would have ran for negative yards. Yeah, negative three yards. <laughs> that's but, that's how bad that was. Um. So yeah, they literally lost sixty eight yards in sacks. They couldn't protect Joe Burrow. It felt like every single time they were getting any momentum going, they would get sacked. They would get something against them, and it, honestly, it seemed like every single time. You know, like the Titans really couldn't even get settled in. They really couldn't yeah. settle into this game because every single time, all right, let's get a drive going. Let's finally put the Bengals away. Let's finally get back on top of this game and kind of be like, all right, this is our time now. Ryan Tannehill throws a back-breaking interception. <laughs> the, the, the stat was really funny. Ryan Tannehill on his first pass of the game throws a pick. On his first pass of the second half mm. throws a game. And on his last pass of the game throws a pick. Every single time the Titans really needed something, okay, all right, this is a big momentum play. It felt like intercepting in the very first play of the game. And you know it, what I mean? It and, was just bad. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't, oh, okay, well, my wide receiver dropped this, or, oh, this got batted up into the air. No. I mean, he's throwing it right to guys, or, you know, he's uh, making, you know, mistakes you'd see a rookie make. Yeah, just like, bad throws, trying to force, like, it, force it into windows that are, you shouldn't be yeah. uh, thrown in. And uh, we talked about this constantly during the game. I thought Derrick Henry looked 
uh, a shell of himself. I mean, that's yeah. that's really what it was. He wasn't he wasn't one hundred percent, and I thought he would be because I guess that's just a, just a testament to uh, what we think of Derrick Henry, yeah, uh, and how much of a. Uh, inhuman he is that I thought that he would be able to, to be a hundred percent in yeah. this game and he just did not look like it. Der- and, uh, and, and I don't think I really blame him. Hey, it's not his fault. He's yeah, trying to get back exactly. to injury. But at the end of the day, it looks like typically Derek Henry, at least to me is a mm, average, average speed uh, running back wh- who is just the most difficult running you, back. You to know, what's take funny about NFL that history. is, is it was his 2000 yard season last. Yeah. Last year. Mm-hmm. He had the fastest uh, time speed, like in terms of next gen stats. Mm. He had that. He he got he reached the highest miles per hour. Yeah. Um. And this game, he looked. A. I don't think he could really get his legs going no. because he really didn't have a lot of space. That's one. But it just felt like he couldn't really make. He was falling forward and he yep. was doing that. And it's like, okay, Derrick Henry does that, but he wasn't really making guys miss or making them, you know, break tackles. It well, was the thing about just, Derrick Henry is that. If you're able to hit him fairly quickly and he's not able to, because his acceleration has got to be one of the worst in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes forever to get exactly. going. So if you can hit him early, you got a pretty good chance of stopping him. But if he, if he gets to ten yards, goodbye. A little bit like Marshawn Lynch in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like kind of. Except Marshawn like Marshawn was harder to tackle because his uh, center of gravity exactly. was lower. He was so fucking little. Honestly, you know? I think if they gave the ball to Deontay Foreman, who yeah. had some really, really explosive Four big rushes, runs. rushes, 66 yards. He had, if, he had a f- 20% as many carries as uh, Derrick Henry and more yards. Yeah. Think about that. If they would have just Somewhere handed him the ball off more, and I know you don't want to, they probably win this game. I think that's the truth of the matter, and it's Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. It's just he wasn't himself, and that's not his fault, but it's like don't play. It's the same thing with Baker. It's like, okay, he's injured. Like, oh, that's why he's not playing well. Then don't play him. Exactly. Like, literally, Case would have been better because he wouldn't have thrown four interceptions. I, and, and that's yeah. not – that shouldn't yeah. be – that shouldn't be like, oh, we're benching him. It's, oh, he's injured. He can't play his best. Exactly. It should be as simple as that. I would have put in Deontay Foreman. I think he would have done a lot better. Um but I think at the end of the day, it really comes back to Ryan Tannehill. And again, I've said this two weeks in a row now. It's like the Bengals, as far as the Raiders game went, it was, okay, yeah, they were all right. But, but they didn't In this you. game even, four field goals. You know yeah. what I mean? And in the Raiders game, four field goals. Nope. So I, it's just kind of like... I, I mean, you, 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 we, had this, we had this discussion with Michigan football is they were settling too much in the red zone. And now with the Bengals, they're able to, you know, I feel... I almost feel like to get more conservative the closer they get because when you look at when you look at their play calling when they're on the other when they're on their opponent or their side of the field they are taking deep shots they're trying to push the ball down the field and then once they get to their side they seem to get a lot more conservative because they know they have Evan McPherson who can hit from a pretty long distance I mean outside of one game this year he's been phenomenal as a rookie I think what could also be happening because what I noticed was you get into field goal range, you take two sacks in, in a row. That, that also doesn't help, yeah. I think what was happening in that respect was, okay, now windows are getting tighter. Um, okay. You know, don't have nearly yeah. as much room to throw the ball to. The safeties don't really have to be, you know, 20 yards beyond the play because they're not worried about a deep play because there's only 20 yards of the field. So um, safeties can be right there. You know, you don't have a lot of windows open people to throw yeah. to. You start having no time, which he had zero time throughout this game. Um, and you get sacked a bunch, put yourself behind the chains, you know, second and 16, third and 16. So that's a recipe for disaster. And they took a lot of field goals. I thought, all things considered, Joe Burrow played well. Yeah. It's just tough when your uh, offensive line it, it looks like they are a high school football team trying to block. I mean, the, the Titans literally tied the record for most sacks in a postseason yeah. game. It was unbelievable, and the and the Bengals literally won. Um, I, I hate to say it, but it's just like Ryan Tannehill, man. If he doesn't make any one of those three picks, it's the at first least one overtime. The first one, I, I will say, Jesse Bates just made a great play on the ball. Uh, yeah, uh, he just baited. He got him into baited. The throw. Yeah, he got baited into it. But yeah, um, the last one specifically, I don't know why he was like. <laughs> I was I was listening to PMT, and Big Cat brought up a great point. He was like, "You weren't even throwing it to Julio or AJ Brown." Yeah. You, what are you doing? Yeah, like I, I would understand if you try and fit that into one of your elite receivers. Yeah, but to do it to like your your fourth guy. Yeah, it doesn't. Make uh, I don't really understand that. Um, Ryan Tannehill choked. There's nothing yeah. much to say about it. And like, the Bengals move on. 
listen, they get, they deserve respect. That defense played phenomenal Fantastic. and to a point where I didn't really think that they could play that well. That was yeah. something that I didn't really see. And as far as the Bengals align, I thought, okay, they gave up a lot of sacks. But that was mainly because, you know, um, they threw the ball so much in the regular season. I thought you brought up the stat. Oh, you know, they, he's the most sacked quarterback. Most sacked in the quarterback. I, and I always thought, well, that's because he's throwing 50 passes a game. And it's really because that O-line is one of the worst <laughs> in football. Yeah. And uh, they tried to address it a little bit over the offseason, but it wasn't enough, clearly. And they're going to have to do a better job of that next offseason. And wouldn't you know what? They're in the AFC Championship. I mean, game, they, literally, so. they literally ran the ball 18 times. Yeah. And threw it 37. Yeah. Um, that's not a recipe for success. Uh, we'll get 46 pass plays if you include those sacks. <laughs> Unreal. How about that? Yeah, we'll get we'll get into uh, in into next week's game. But let me just say this: if they play like this again, they're not. They got no shot. I don't think they particularly played that well. They I, listen. They deserve to win. Absolutely, they forced three picks. Yep. Defense played fantastic. Yep. They absolutely deserve to win. But I felt kind of like they stole a game. Stole a game <laughs> on the road. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Moving on to the next divisional round, we went to Lambeau Field. It was snowing. It was cold. And what do you know it? The Packers choke again in the playoffs. Unbelievable. What about that one, huh? And and, and the downfall? The special teams. Mm. The only thing, the, the thing I said when we were going through uh, teams uh, being able to win the, uh, the Super Bowl, I said... The Packers special team is tar- is terrible. They because I you know I I came into it. Oh yeah, the Packers are going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to win it. But I said that's they're going to. That's how I felt. Too. I said they're going to give up at least two return touchdowns. Mm. I was wrong. I was wrong. They only played one game and they gave up a blocked punt for a touchdown. It was unbelievable. I um, I don't know how a unit can be so bad. Yeah. To where it costs you a game where your defense is playing lights out. Your offense was bad. But I I'm going to uh, attribute that more to the play calling. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, then, you know, it sh- it should be. Like, Matt LaFleur did not call a great game. I didn't think so. Uh, they threw the ball way more than they should have. Yeah. They gave the ball to A.J. Dillon seven times. Mm. He and got it, hurt in there, too. That was an ass. Oh, that's right. You're, he did get um, hurt. But at the end of the day, you're rushing for three and a half yards of carry, which isn't great. But at the end of the day, in a game like this, you kind of should be running the ball into the ground. I mean, you got to run the ball and run Wait, the ball. Wait, you mean you mean like the 49ers did? A little bit, but I mean, you know, it's like like Aaron Rodgers even, he couldn't really they couldn't really get anything going in the passing game. It's like you got to try and do yeah. something. Got to try and switch I mean, things up. Nothing was working in any and I, I, either team's passing either game. Team's offense. I think they said an aspect of that was it was snowy, guys couldn't really cut, guys couldn't I really think, get open. I think I think it was more so the ground was frozen. Yep. It was 12 degrees. It was snowing a little bit. Snow doesn't have as big of an impact. The problem is is when the ground's frozen and you can't plant. Mm-hmm. It's really tough to be able to do anything uh, at that point. And it's cold. You don't really want to get hit. You don't want to yep. hit. Uh, the defense has had no problem hitting, though. They, they, had, they yeah. had no issue. But the offense, it really seemed like they just wanted to avoid contact as much as possible. Yeah. Um, a couple of things. Number one, and I said this after the game, and I think it's a really interesting point because everyone says, oh, this team's got to go to Green Bay at Lambeau in January. That's terrible. I think it's a disadvantage for the Packers. Yes, they get the home field advantage. Yes, that's huge. You know, all the fans rooting for them. That's big. But at the end of the day, for a passing team like that that passes the ball so much, I feel like it's kind of a recipe for disaster. I mean, if it's really hard to throw the ball in the snowy, wintry, nasty conditions, which people tell me it is, and I think we saw evidence of that in that Ohio State-Michigan game where Michigan just ran it down their throats and dominated, um, nine times out of ten in a game like this, the better team or the team that runs the ball better is going to win the game, and nine times out of ten, it's not going to be the Packers. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get it. It's like, oh, yeah, it's tough to play in Green Bay, but at the end of the day, I think it maybe hurts Green Bay more than it helps. I really think that. And there's something to be said about that, considering that the Packers have the most playoff losses, I think it was of the 21st century, with Mm. seven. Most Mm. home playoff losses. And it's unbelievable. They've lost Giants a couple of times. Buccaneers last year. uh, Isn't it funny how the Giants seemingly play better in Lambeau than the Packers do? Yeah. It's unbelievable. really is. (laughs) I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo played like crap. Yeah. He is, I think he has, he's like 10-2, and when throwing no touchdown passes <laughs> as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I, I thought Jimmy G just played all right. Um, it was important that he did play. Um, I them. actually think it would have been better had they had Trey Lance play because he gives you another uh, facet of the run game. 
<laughs> he gives you another threat you have to worry about. Maybe. Maybe. But it, 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 Aaron Rodgers was not good Mm-mm. at all. He missed Mm-mm. open receivers, um, throwing and read-wise. Yep. Um, uh, there was... Aaron, the, the the thing about Aaron Rodgers throughout his career is he had never really got the defensive performance to to help his like he would have to score thirty points and he would still lose. Yeah, his defense was phenomenal mm. and he couldn't get it done. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right in that respect. Uh, more than anything, the special teams let him down. I think that's a tough part of this to really blame the Green Bay offense because they do go con- more conservative in the fourth quarter because they're thinking, hey, our defense is playing lights out. Exactly. You know hey, what I mean? Hey, you you don't think your special teams... Exactly. Gonna... You're kind of just thinking, let's just not shoot ourselves in the foot. Let's not turn the ball over. Let's just make, you know, play a pretty vanilla offense and then just count on our defense, which has been lights out all throughout the yep. game. And sure enough, uh, the special team gets him with that blocked punt mm-hmm. for a touchdown, uh, and it really comes back. I mean, to- you have to remember when when the Packers were at that point, they were up ten to three. Yeah, they'd given up three points the entire game. Exactly, and uh, punt gets blocked. Don't forget, before halftime, Mason Crosby's trying to kick a 40 yard field goal. Gets I blocked, think, and uh, just gets absolutely blocked by Jimmy Ward, I think. And um, and that's that's the first half, and it's uh, instead of. Ten nothing. It's seven nothing, and that that's huge at the end of the game because in the thirteen ten game mm-hmm. that would have been just the amount of points, and maybe who knows, maybe the game. Yeah, different. I, I, you, those you three points never. are significant exactly. regardless. And then I don't really know if they would have blocked it, but on the last play, on the last field goal, they had ten guys out there instead of eleven. Yeah, it's inexcusable. I I don't know how as a special teams coach you can have that much oversight. Yeah, you just miss all. Like I I don't know. Eh. Good special teams is is not appreciated. Yeah, but when your special team sucks, oh my gosh, do you yeah. see it? And also, I'd like to add this in there. I thought Jimmy G opening uh, opening half really. I thought he played really well. He got killed by a couple of drops early in this game. Yeah. That really hurt George Kittle, Debo. I mean, it was uncharacteristic drops. Yeah, uh, it was really surprising, but. So a couple of things there. I didn't think Kyle Shanahan called a great game. Of course, I'm going to hammer that because I'm a Kyle Shanahan hater. <laughs> well, one but, of the guys I, I follow on Twitter that I that I trust said he was running way too much outside zone in, yes. in tosses. He was trying to go sideline to sideline. He was trying to go uh, laterally when he should have just been attacking and, and doing more inside zone stuff and just getting up and down rather than side to side. And they had done so much of that in the Cowboys game. It didn't really work. I feared it was going to work against the Packers because I didn't think that they were that they don't have fast. Michael Parsons. Exactly, of a defense. But they were. They yeah. did a fantastic job. And I think what I undervalued was the ability of the corner. Setting the edge. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, you know, not not getting blocked and just fucking, you know, manhandled by guys that are smaller. Enough. Uh, I thought that they did a fantastic job at that. So, um, yeah, Packers lose this one. I think they're a much better team, but uh, they lose. What do you think happens with Aaron Rodgers? Um, I, he could come back. I think he really liked it in Green Bay this year. They looked like they had a lot of fun, but we'll see, obviously. He said that he had to kind of like think it over, which mm-hmm. was probably a step up from what it was at the beginning <laughs> of the year when it was like, I'm gone. I'm straight up gone when they're tweeting out last dance and stuff like I, that. You um, think no chance. I still think he's gone. Okay. Unbiased. You, you sure as hell hope so. I'll tell Un- that unbiased opinion. I think he's gone. <laughs> Biased opinion. I hope. To God, I never have to see that man play in a, in a Packers uniform or a Bears yeah, uniform or a that. Vikings uniform. Yeah. But I'd be okay if he played in a Lions uniform. I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, another two games on Saturday, both away teams win on a game-winning field goal. How about them apples? Moving on, what we thought at a time was one of the greatest games. mm Mm. Uh, Rams Bucks thought it was going to be, uh, oh yeah, no, the Rams are just a better team. Yep. And then the football gods were like, no, we can't let Tom Brady lose like this. Yes. I mean, yep. let's go through it. Uh, the pack or the Rams are up 17 to three. They are threatening to score. Yes. They there's like 14 seconds left or something like that. They run a play. Cam Akers fumbles the ball at the two Yard I think line. they're up twenty three at that point because they're they're up twenty three at halftime. Oh, okay then. Yeah, yeah it will. It, oh yeah, I, it's right here, and I <laughs> and I'm stupid. Uh, they're up twenty three. Cam Akers fumbles the ball at the two yard line. Yes, Bucks recover it. 
It's like, okay, it's 20 to 3. It, it was still got a 17 point lead. You would have liked you would have liked it to be 24. But yeah. you're not going to complain. Um, it's just it's a tough uh, a tough thing to have happen. And then the third quarter comes around. And you get Cooper Cup fumbling the football. Mm-hmm. The best wide receiver who's fumbled, I think, either one or no times during the regular season. Yeah. Uncharacteristic fumble. It's yep. Like, uh, third quarter, they're up 27-3, yeah. mind you. So they uh, the Bucks go down, kick a field goal. Cooper Cup fumbles the ball. No, no. Uh, yeah. Rams score a touchdown, then well, Cooper yeah. Cup fumbles. No. No, because the Bucks kicked a field oh, goal. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then yes, it was yes, the next you're right. drive. Yes, you're right. Yeah. The next drive, Cooper Cup fumbles. They pick it up. And they're driving, by the way, on they, that fumble. They, they pick it up. They're not uh, driving, the, but he's got 10 yeah, yards or whatever. The, the Bucks pick it up. They run it back for like 10 yards. Um, and all of a sudden, the Bucks are in scoring position. And lo and behold, they do score. So now you've got a uh, 27-13 game. Okay, now it's two scores. I'm thinking 27-6 fumble. It was the classic, like, okay, because they had just held them to a field goal, and that felt big for the Rams. It was like, okay, that could have been mm-hmm. a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. Buccaneers are dying for a chance to pick up some momentum, and then boom, very first play of that Rams drive, they get a fumble, and it just felt like just a snap, just like boom. Oh, my goodness. Everyone was terrified. It was like, okay, here we go. This is exactly how it could happen. Obviously, they go right down the field and score a touchdown, and it's like, uh uh-oh. Oh, boy. I think they had to pick up a fourth down there, too, uh, on that. Yeah, fourth and nine. (laughs) They pick up a fourth and nine. They get it. I'm like, yeah, here we go. And and it was – it was about as uh, uh, backed off coverage as you could have gotten. Mm-hmm. Like it was, he had like three yards. I think it was Scotty Miller. He caught it on the sideline with like three yards of space. Just it was like, where's the defense? Yeah, exactly. Oh, so they get the touchdown, and you're like, oh my god, it's two scores. But like you're thinking in the back of your head, we've seen this happen before. Yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the Rams go three and out. <laughs> and then the Rams go three and out. And, and it was like, one of those. Shit. It was like. Here Are we you go. Serious. It's gonna happen. The the it's, stadium it's is like booming now. Yeah, I'm like, it's like oh screaming. no. And guess what the Bucks do? They go down and score a touchdown. No way, strip sack. No, that didn't happen yet. Sure. I don't think so. I got a fumble here. Sacked at twenty three yard line, minus seven yards. Are you on Fumbles. ESPN? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Uh so three and out for the Rams and then strip sack and you're very like, first play, right? Very first play of the drive. Strip sack. Finally. Finally, we're good. We're I was, good. I, I was cheering so loud. It's like, oh, thank God, it's it's over. We're, yeah. It's gonna be. We're gonna be good. Uh, very next oh. play. Very next play. A fumble the, for twenty five. Goes twenty five yards center his head. Shoots the ball over Matt Stafford's head. Shoots it twenty five yards. Matt Stafford's running for it, and Jason Pierre Paul they recover it at the fifty yard line. It goes from. Uh, Rams have the ball at the Tampa Bay 25. If they pretty much take four knees right there, they get a field goal. You're thinking game's over three scores. Gets tough. Nope. Fumble. Oh, oh it was it was just oh, painstaking. Exactly. It was like we really didn't. And then that. didn't the Rams force uh, force turnover on downs? So uh, uh, Bucks have the ball. And then uh, fourth and 14, and so they go for it, which I was a little bit surprised by, but so they go for it, and um, and Mike Evans drops it. Doesn't drop it, just hits off his hand, hits on the ground. Eric Weddle drills him. I mean, absolutely drills, drills him. Obvious, obvious unnecessary roughness play. Play had already ended, so it's a dead ball. So the Rams still I, get the I ball. I remember uh, we were sitting here, and I was screaming bloody murder at yeah. Eric Weddle. Yeah. I mean, and it goes to show any one of these plays, if any one of these plays goes the other way, who knows how this game could have ended. But literally by not even a half a second, the ball hits the ground, and then then Mike Evans gets drilled, so it's a dead ball penalty. Rams still keep the ball. They go down the field. And Matt Gay short on a forty-seven yard field goal. Uh, I, I, never I, 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 no, uh, fifty degree weather. Oh yeah, either in Tampa Bay, NFL kicker short from forty-seven. Yeah, short. Uh, and so, and I, I remember thinking, if he makes his kick, it's over because three scores again. So little time left, and um, and I was like, shit. That would have been huge. It was like it was like one of these things. Just go, yeah. go, go Just the Rams finish way. This in game. It was unbelievable. I thought for sure. I was like, "There's no way that this game is still up." There's just no way. Okay, then uh, Tampa Bay goes down the field. Another big stop. Another big stop by the Rams. And I remember thinking, "Okay, it's not over, but it's nearly impossible." Yeah, uh-huh. I said that. I said it's not over. It's nearly impossible. Those so we're all right. And then the Rams just take you know, three snaps, and they just burn all the Buccaneers yep. timeouts, I think. And so, 
that was big. It's, you know, what you got to do. And then the one thing you couldn't have happen, Jalen Ramsey gets absolutely scorched by he, Mike Evans. He, I, it was, and I, I will say this, Tom Brady threw a great ball on that play. Mm. Uh, did not, I did not think at 44 years old, 45 years old, however, no, he's 44, that he would be able to make a, a bomb of a throw like that. Uh, Jalen Ramsey got burnt. He's burnt toast. Yep. And let me say this, people. Let me say this, folks. Okay. Take away, don't even think about the Cooper Cup fumble or the fumble over Matt Stafford, or the bat yeah. snap over Matt Stafford. Or that Cam Akers fumble. Or, or Cam Akers fumble. Or Matt Game missing. Matt Game <laughs> missing short on a 47-yard kick. The Rams defense had been so good. They still have the ball up by two touchdowns with four minutes left. Yep. They have the ball with, with a 14-point we like, lead. We were like, if they can get them down to two minutes before, before Tampa Bay even sniffs the end zone. Exactly. It's good. It's, it's good because then they've got to kick an onside kick and you can just take three kneels. Game's over. And so I'm thinking like literally with every all the other bullshit that we've had throughout this game, if the Rams just do what they need to do, this game is easily over. Literally, you could take th- three knees, take three more knees, and they would have done better than they did. But play prevent defense maybe too, that would have helped. No. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey one-on-one on Mike Evans and he gets burnt. And uh, touchdown Buccaneers. And it was quick, too. And it's still a long shot at this point because there's they, 320 they left on the got, clock. They, they, or the Rams are going to burn all the timeout, burn all the Bucks timeouts. They already had burnt all the Oh, that's timeouts. right. There was no. So literally, right, they yeah. could have taken down the clock all the way inside one minute and 20 seconds. The Buccaneers would have had to have gone the whole length of the field to go a minute, 20 seconds, and, you know, score a touchdown. Yep. And, uh, and one of the. Craziest place you'll ever see. The one thing you couldn't have happen happens again for the second. I remember drive. I was literally as as like pre snap. I was reading a tweet uh, from a guy on Twitter, and he goes, uh, "Just run the clock out. It's all you need." And the one thing you can't have, you the one thing you can't do is fumble the ball. Mm. And Cam Akers and what fumbles. does Cam Akers do? It literally seemed like something from out of a movie. It was unbelievable. The one thing you couldn't have happen. It was like there's got to be this has got to be made up. Like, I've never, ever bought into the NFL scripted thing. This was the one time in my life I've ever been like, maybe, maybe. It, it, I, I just could not believe it. I was like, there's something going Tom Brady's way. Why? I don't get it. This was unreal. The Rams had completely outplayed the Bucks. completely. It was one of those things where it was like, Tom Brady just couldn't get it done. And so the NFL gods were literally, they were like, okay, uh, let's just do this thing. You get one more chance. And then he would fail again. Uh, maybe one you get another more. one. You get another one. And they kept giving him chances time and time and time and time. It's like, how lucky can one guy be? Mm. I, I mean, we were thinking about it. Tom Brady's got to be the luckiest football player ever. Yeah, absolutely. Ever. Absolutely. I mean, what's the one thing that didn't go his way? Exactly. Uh, the helmet like catch? That. That's it. Uh, tell me another thing. Yeah, not the effing tuck rule. I'll tell you that much. Uh, okay, so... Bucks ball down seven at the Rams 25-yard line. So you're thinking, of course, it's going to happen this way. But the Rams defense stands tall again, and it's third and like 11 yep. or 12. They did a hell of a job. They stopped Brady again, it seemed like. But, of course, Tom Brady finds Cameron Brayton. It's fourth and one. It was close. They had to review yep. it. Still it was, fourth I and mean, one. I he missed it by half, uh, half, yeah, a, half a yard. And so finally stand up, and you got a fourth and one to end the game right there. Leonard Fournette. Bounces out to the outside. Nobody there. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Yep. And we have a tie game. No contain. All the way down from 27-3. to 3, And I said this. That seemed more crazy to me than 28-3. to Because yep. 28-3, it was kind of just like a linear thing. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it was, was like it was slowly like, building momentum. The, the Falcons then, got up early, and it was just stop, okay, Patriots score. Stop, yeah. okay, Patriots score. Stop. It was like, okay, this is crazy how we got here. But it's not unbelievable. Exactly. They were doing it. Stop, okay. You know, it made sense. It was like um, there wasn't a ton of turnovers from the Falcons. They were pretty much just, it was like a classic comeback game. This was literally just anything that could go wrong. Anything that could go wrong for the Rams, it did. Exactly. It was truly unbelievable. I throw that term around more than I should, but this was truly, like, again, I actually thought it was scripted. And there you go. Last drive. You're a boy. Makes a really great throw. I mean, Cooper Cup with a hell of a route. Antoine Winfield looked lost. <laughs> um, that, there was there was thirteen seconds. No, not thirteen. There was thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. I no think, timeouts for the when Rams. They got the ball. Um, and no timeouts is a key thing. Um, they run a QB draw the first play. I was like, "What are you doing?" Actually, there was one timeout going into the drive. They had forty-two seconds. Oh, that yep, QB the one time, draw. Yep. 
and then you got to take your time. I was like, I was like, that's the play you call? Like, Matthew Stafford is not a mobile quarterback, and you Mm-mm. call a QB. I was like, what in the world? They just, they want to lose this game. I, I'm thinking, what's the game plan? I mean, at best, you take six, seven seconds, and it's a 15-yard game, but you got to call your timeout. I mean, that's at best. <laughs> yes. Instead, it's a one-yard loss, and ball comes out. You say he was down. He was down. He was uh, down. Looked like it to me, too. Um, so... They call their timeout, and then it's clutch time. Uh, I think they pick up 10 yards or so. Uh, let's see here. Pick up 20 yards, actually, after uh, Cooper Cup out of bounds play. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. And uh, it was like, oh, get out of bounds, get out of bounds. He does. Mm-hmm. Big play there by Cooper Cup. And then out of Out of the bunch set, they got Cooper Cup running a streak up the seam. And Antoine, with they're playing cover zero, the, the Bucks are. And Antoine Winfield, instead of playing from the top down, decides he's going to play mm-hmm. from, the, from the bottom down up. up. Yeah. It was like... What are you doing? Yes. Like, there's next gen stats has this uh, like dot thing that that tracks the players' movements through, during the play, and Antoine Winfield's dot doesn't move until Cooper Cup is one yard away. Yeah, yeah. And, and and then they're level, and then Cooper Cup is past him. Yeah, and it's like, wait, hold on a second. What are you doing? By the time now, Matthew, it, it's it's cover zero. Yeah. Matthew Stafford's got Dominican Sue in his face. Exactly. He makes a. Bomb of a throw, falling back. Cooper Cup's got about a three uh, three steps on Antoine Winfield, and it is right in the bread basket. Antoine Winfield tackles Cooper Cup. They run all the way down the field. It was reminiscent of of Matthew Stafford and his his fake uh, spike against the Cowboys that scored the touchdown. He's yelling, "Spike it, clock it, clock it, clock it!" They get down there, they clock it, and Matt Gay for some redemption. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a hell of a game. Really a great game. I still think it might be the craziest game I've ever seen. Uh, again, it was literally like the one thing you couldn't have happen happens repeatedly. It's, that's not possible. That's what it felt like. The Chargers-Raiders game was kind of like that too. It was like fourth and nine, yeah. getting it repeatedly. Was how, so how do crazy. you have this much uh, yeah. luck? But it goes to show, man, it doesn't get any better than the NFL. The NFL is doing it right, and... Uh, and just when you thought you couldn't have any better game, we get to a better one. I have to, uh, quickly, I have to give a message to all the Detroit media out there. Mm. Um, Here we go. Uh, Matthew Stafford has proved you wrong. And it's time you admit that. Uh, I don't know what more he has to do. He was the best player on the field, and it's not even close. His team tried to throw the game, and Matthew Stafford, even when all the momentum was on the Bucks side, makes... An amazing throw. Hits Cooper Cup perfectly. He just he is the definition of clutch. Now, he hadn't always been able to show it in big-time moments, which is why people created the narrative that he couldn't compete under pressure. Maybe, maybe this is more an indictment on the state of the Detroit Lions organization uh, because you had this amazing, talented quarterback, and you could not do anything with him. Mm. That is how broken of an organization and a franchise you are. You need to fix it because you've wasted so many careers. You you literally made it so that Matt Stafford was was slandered mm. by the media. And he still doesn't get the respect. Even after that throw, the NFL official Twitter account goes, Cooper Cup put the team on his back. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I'm sorry. I just The disrespect for Matthew Stafford has to stop. I said this to you today, earlier today, at lunch. Matthew Stafford is the most underrated quarterback of all time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna believe that until somebody proves me otherwise. I am. Uh, he he is continued the talent he has, the arm talent he has, what he's done. He is treated like a bottom ten quarterback. Whoa, is he? Yeah, he gets no respect. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but he, he has an MVP conversation. Though. I don't know about bottom ten. You know what I mean? Uh, he he was in the MVP conversation at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and then he kind of uh, he didn't play well. But but then you know going into the playoffs. Oh yeah, Matthew Stafford can't get him done. The Rams are going to lose. Mm. Could I make this real quick? Cooper Cup did go nine catches, one hundred eighty three yards. He did play fantastic. Yeah, Cooper Cup did. But 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 I'll make this argument, and I said this before, said a thousand times again. 
when it's Matthew Stafford has a great game and or you're you know when Matthew Stafford throws to guys that are open and hits his guys and makes all the throws, it's okay the wide receivers. And then when uh, Patrick Mahomes does it and hits wide open Tyree Kill and wide open Travis Kelsey, oh Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time, makes all the throws. How did he make that throw? You mean the throw that Matthew Stafford made three hours ago? Exactly. It's unbelievable, well, and, folks. And, 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 it and, really is. And uh, uh, direct evidence of that is Chris Collinsworth when. When uh, Matthew Stafford threw a sidearm pass in a tight window, he goes, that was Mahomesian. What? That was Matt Stafford. Dude, Matt Stafford was doing that shit before Patrick Mahomes was even in high school. Yeah. Come on. It's like these guys, uh, I don't know. But nobody was watching, you know, NFL on Fox at 1 o'clock, you know. Exactly. (laughs) Two guys you've never even heard of (laughs) calling the game. (laughs) But uh, end of the day, I thought Brady, as far as his game went, I thought he played all right. QBR 14. Ugh. He was he was not good in the first half. Um, Second half he played better, but it's my quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Matthew mm. Stafford, what a guy! Had to what do that a guy. Um, Bucks didn't play well enough. Absolutely no. not. No, they didn't. They Rams didn't deserve to win that game. Have got to be. I, they have to close I don't know about more discipline, but they, they have to be able to close games out. Just just don't be incompetent. That's it's all. What cost them in the 49ers game. It, be, it better not cost them when they play the 49ers again. Yeah. Okay, now what actually is maybe the greatest game I've ever watched yeah. outside in the playoffs. I will because the the Rams Chiefs game might have been a little bit crazier, but given the stakes in this game, mm. holy crap! Yeah. Uh, if you if you were living under a rock and didn't see the Chiefs and Buffalo Bills had the greatest back and forth uh, ever in football history, I yes. mean they scored 25 points. In the last one minute and fifty four seconds of regulation, it's unbelievable. Twenty five between the two teams. I mean, what? So the Bills score on their opening drive. They move. They move it relatively easily yes. down the field. Score a touchdown. I mean, obviously the Chiefs are going to answer because that's what the Chiefs do. They answer, and then the Bills punt, and then the Chiefs punt, and then the Bills punt, and it's like, oh. This isn't really what we're used to with a mm-hmm. with a Bills Chiefs game. Okay, uh, maybe it'll be a more of a defensive battle. And then yep. Casey's like, "Nah, we'll score." It's it's seven seven. People keep this in mind. Seven seven with five minutes to go in the second half yeah. or in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that to me was crazy. When you think about the points that are scored after that, it's unbelievable. Uh, the Chiefs go on and score a touchdown. A twelve play, eighty six yard drive. Takes six and a half minutes off the or six minutes fifty off the clock. And then it, Josh Allen was surgical mm. in his two-minute drill. Scores in a minute 15. They go 75 yards in seven plays to tie the game up. And then the Chiefs go down and are in, like, they literally, too much time on the clock. Chiefs go down, get in field goal range, and Harrison Butker, the second most accurate kicker in NFL history behind Justin Tucker, misses it. Mm. Skims it off the pole. Unbelievable. I was like, you have to be kidding me. Yeah. This is unbelievable. I mean, you don't see Harrison Bucker miss the but ball even then you, kick. you could see even from that lat, little kind of tiny two minute drill how effective those teams were in that quick situation. I would have liked to see the Bills go back to that earlier than they actually ended up doing. It is what it is, but so the Chiefs go down uh, first uh, first drive of the second half. They kick a field goal. Take a long time. It was it was a long thirteen plays, fifty four yards. Taking well, we're off talking eight minutes, four yards of, or less than five yards of play. That's... Taking off eight minutes of game time. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Bills get the ball back. They punt. Um, then the Chiefs get the ball back. They score a touchdown. But Harrison Butker misses the extra point. Come up cost what? Well, Harrison, but it wasn't even close. Come folks. on, it wasn't even close. It it wasn't. He just straight up just shanked it. Yeah, and it was like, wait, Wide you're left. telling me that Harrison Butker missed an extra point? So it's a nine point game. Yeah, it's not out of reach. Yeah, uh, it's still two scores, but that's a costly miss right there because ten is a is a common football score. Nine isn't. Mm-mm. That's what you have to remember when you're looking at some of these deficits. Yep, and the Bills one play. Touchdown. Bomb. Absolute bomb to Gabriel Davis. Again. Rocket. Yeah. From Josh Allen. I, you know, most of the time when a quarterback throws a ball that deep, it goes high in the air. This thing was a laser. Yeah. And as soon as he threw it, I remember thinking, oh boy. Oh. Something's down there. Yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) So they get the one play touchdown. They score in 10 seconds and all of a sudden it's a two point game. game. It's like, oh shit. Here we are. And then the Chiefs punt the ball. It's like, oh, this is going to get good. This is going to get really good. Mm. But then the Bills punt it. And then the Chiefs go down and get another field goal. 
Tyreek Hill goes all the way down, goes all the way down to like the 17-yard line. And right here is when I start thinking, oh, man, this Bills team is different. Like their D-line isn't quite the Buccaneers D-line, and I, I really didn't think that they were a good matchup for the Chiefs because you have to get pressure on yep. Mahomes, otherwise he's going to have all day to throw. But I was thinking their secondary can compete with this team. And sure enough, he had all day to throw, but he couldn't find anybody. The majority of the sacks that the Bills got earlier coverage. in that game, coverage was fantastic all the way down the field, and you saw that on both of the field goal drives for the Chiefs that were huge, huge mm-hmm. stops huge in stops. retrospect. Massive stops. Uh, Patrick Mahomes could not. It could have been a two-score yeah, game. You're Instead, right. it's a one-score Tyre, game. The punt, yeah, the Tyreek Hill punt return. Yep. He takes it, he, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a dagger, isn't it? They yep. get the stop. It's a one. It's a it's one score pretty game. Much like a three and out, four and out. I guess because they kicked the field yeah. goal. But still, then the Bills go down, and Gabriel Davis a, scores again. A painstaking drive, like the longest fourth and eleven, yeah. or fourth and thirteen. Fourth and thirteen, and they had already picked up Call a timeout and four. Or no, Josh it, was Allen. A, it was the it was the two point or is the two minute warning? They they the, the Bills let the clock run to the two minute warning. They they have taken up. Boatload of time on this drive. They really don't have much 17 more time. 17 play drive. They really don't have Ridiculous. much more time to give. They are now 4th and 13 after a sack, right? Oh, no. It was the little dump yep. off that screwed them. So it's 3rd and 7. They throw a little dump off. It goes behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And 4th and 13. And Gabriel Davis shatters some ankles. Oh, my God. I don't know who that Chiefs <gasps> cornerback was. Did a little in and out. Oh, devastating. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Wide open. Hey, we saw it because we didn't get to see the route until after the play. We're like, how do you let a guy get that open? We see that. Oh, yeah. No, his ankles are on the ground. Yeah. It was it was like, OK, that was that was and that was route. another throw where it's like he, he had a really clean pocket. I thought the Bills line did a fantastic job really of did. for him. And he just throws an absolute strike. And it was again like, oh, boy, he's got somebody. And sure enough, he's wide open. I'm like, oh, what is going on? That's unbelievable. Um. And then this is where it gets crazy. I, I'm thinking at this point, I'm like, okay, 154. The, That's a lot the, of time. I was thinking the Chiefs are definitely going to kick a field goal, but they're not going to, like, but I, I'd be surprised if they scored a touchdown. You were, because, you were thinking, like, you don't want to, you don't, if you're the Chiefs, you don't want to score too quick. I'm not thinking that. I'm not thinking that. I'm just thinking if I'm the Chiefs, just score. There's two minutes left. At worst, you know, you're going to, because... At this point, here's what I was thinking for the Bills. They scored a touchdown there. At that point, the defense had been actually really solid throughout that. You're game. right. In that second half, um, they've been playing a lot better. They had give up. They gave up the one touchdown that was in. But at the end of the day, the two field goals that they stopped them for the the second mm-hmm. one was just a great defensive play or defensive drive, and the the first one was a 13 play 54 yard drive. That's four yards of play. That's pretty exactly. good too. So I'm thinking at worst, it's been really tough for the Chiefs to move the ball off. And why not? Yeah, they've been. Getting- it's really tough for them to score off exactly to score touchdowns. So I'm thinking, okay, at worst, you give up a field goal, take this thing to overtime. Um, uh, Tyreek Hill had other plans. And this is where it's like, oh my God, Patrick. No, that was all Tyreek Hill. Uh, he's coming across the middle and Patrick Mahomes throws, throws it to him on the run, hits him in stride. Yeah. Fantastic. Most quarterbacks can do that. Yep. And then Tyreek Hill takes it, uh, what? Probably 40 yards rack. Exactly. 45 yards rack. Literally just outruns the entire build. He builds defense. He literally deuces a guy that he, that is in front of him. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was like, wait, what? Did he? He just knows. He just knows, man. It's it's crazy. Uh, I saw I saw a tweet and I was like, oh, he's got a point. Deucing a guy that's behind you is taunting. Deucing a guy in front of you is a dare. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my god, I would have not. You're not. You're not wrong. I would have called it taunting. Though. I I know you would have because you're a stooge. But um, <laughs> you're like, holy crap, this game is insane. And I'm just thinking, oh boy, I can't believe she's going to do it happen. again. And again, again with this, the Bucks. yes, they had just scored a really nice touchdown to Gabriel Davis, but it's like it took them 17 plays in seven yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, yes, that was awesome for them, but there's no way they can do it in one minute. There's and Josh no Allen way. said, watch me. And Josh David, or Josh Allen said, watch this. And, uh, and Gabriel <laughs> Davis did it again. Yeah. yeah I mean, he finished, with, game. he finished with 200 yards and four touchdowns. That's the most touchdowns receiving in playoff history. I didn't know who Gabriel Davis was before this game, and oh my god, I want to buy a jersey. But <laughs> what happened? I mean, it was it was surgical the way, and I know I've already used that, but the way the way the Bills moved down the field, mm. he was slicing and dicing the way the the, the Bills threw through the Chiefs defense. It was like he's just hitting all the holes, getting guys hitting them, hitting them, hitting. It was like, oh my god! I think it now finally proves prevent defense and prevent defense. They said, oh well, it actually kind of works more than it doesn't. 
I don't know if it works anymore. I don't think it does because teams are so good at passing the ball. Exactly. Uh, Rules you, are so slanted. I I can show you like three different games from from yeah. this actually two from this weekend. The it's a good research project. It is a good research, or not from the playoffs. You got the 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 49ers almost losing that game because mm-hmm. they decided to play prevent, and then you got this one because 13 seconds. Surely, surely this game. I is was over. even thinking that you've got a minute two. Uh, the Bills have a minute two, three timeouts, but I think the Chiefs play prevent defense. And it kind of bit him in the ass because it wasn't a lot of deep yeah. plays. It was just 20 it yards, was just, 20 yep, yards, they were 20 just, yards. Just short, exactly. short, short. Maybe get a little bit of rack, but go out of bounds. You got your timeout still. So so they weren't they weren't trying to attack the sidelines. Mm-hmm. They had the entire field to work with because they had all three timeouts. But and so did the Chiefs. Sh- and surely <laughs> you're thinking 13, 13 seconds is is not nearly enough time to go out. All I needed was a field goal. You're like, you're thinking in the back of your head, but I was thinking Hail Mary, maybe. I was like, maybe. I was like, okay, no, there's no way. There's no way that, the, the, that they get this. And uh, the Bills kick. So I saw some people saying that the Bills should have squibbed it. You do realize that a guy catches the ball. He takes a knee. Only yeah. one second comes off yeah. the clock. You're not really changing much of anything. Yeah. Uh, Depends on where he gets it, if he gets it. But he's going to get it around uh, the 25. Around the exactly. They're going to get he, The guy is going to get it before the actual. Because you have to remember, the clock doesn't start until somebody touches the football. Mm. If they get that ball and they immediately take a knee... The most that's coming off the clock is one second. Yeah. And as we saw, uh, they did it in 10 seconds, the Chiefs did. It was unbelievable. They, I think it was to Tyree Kill first. Yep. Call timeout. Yeah. And then here's the crazy part about this. Travis Kelsey wanted to, he he told Andy Reid, he's like, just let me find an open spot. Let me just run into the open spot and find it and sit. And, uh, and Randy's like, no, 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 no. And Patrick, see, Mahomes sees the defense and goes, pre-snap during his cadence, goes, do it, Kelsey, do it. And he runs right up the seam. The Bills are playing the sideline for whatever reason because the Chiefs well, still they have, have timeouts. Time they, st- they still have timeouts, <gasps> and, and and he drills him, hits Kelsey right in the numbers for how many yards was it? It was like 25, 20, 25. Nin- 19 yards. Okay, yeah. Or no, that was the Tyree kill. Twenty five yards. Yep. He hits him. They call their second timeout, so they still have another timeout to work with, but they don't need it because Harrison Bucker. It's three seconds left. Ooh. Drills it. Drills it. So uh, now we're going to overtime. Maybe he misses. He's been unreliable today. No, drills it. And the way this game was going, I tweeted it before overtime started. I everyone said, saw. Everyone watching now. I said, whoever wins this coin toss is going to win the game. Yeah. It is an indictment on how archaic mm. the NFL's rules, overtime rules are. And I see a bunch of people trying to fix it. And all of them are, are still... Just not fixing the problem. Mm-mm. So the people that don't have it, uh, just make a stop, Bills. Just make a stop, man. Yeah. You oh, you had 13 seconds to hold them to. Uh, if as long as you don't give up a field goal, you're gonna win the game. Newsflash, folks. Whoever won that coin toss was winning the game. That's the root of the problem. That, exactly. The fundamental exactly. problem with this game was this was a great game and it was decided by the coin toss. Yes. If you have no problem with that, then fine. We'll keep the rules. Exactly. But if you do have a problem with that, like me. I am totally different. I am totally different than you if you have no problem with this game. With an NFL playoff game, the winner of this may may even go on to win the Super Bowl. Could easily, I mean, from all the games we've seen, these look like the two best teams. And it's decided by a coin toss. If yeah. you're okay with that, hey, I, I, I am completely more different. More power to you, but you're stupid. Exa- I, am, it, I am fundamentally different than you. If you is, believe a coin toss should decide the exactly. NFL Exactly. And, and people, well, you just got to make a stop. Football is a team game. If the Bills would have won the coin toss, they would have won the game. The point of the of the problem is, like like you said, Obert, you should not decide a game off of a coin toss. And they're like, well, they didn't. It was the drive that ha- nobody was getting a stop. If you exactly. had not watched the last two minutes of the game, game flow matters. Mm. It, it, it is a real thing in the NFL. And if you can't realize it, then I don't understand how you watch football exactly, and how you, you, you come to conclusions. Game flow matters. And that's why I tweeted it, because I knew nobody was getting stops. Whoever won the coin toss was going to win the game. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. And the I Chiefs see... go right down the field. They go eight plays, 75 yards, automatic. 
20 that's that's 10 yards of play folks i mean right down the field exactly i mean it was there was no resistance i don't think Mm-mm. they had a play that got less than three yards they were had they might have one one incompletion maybe one but it was just bing bing bang and i've Boom. seen and i've seen some people try to because because someone on twitter is like i see a bunch of people complaining about the overtime rules but not uh not proposing any solutions uh, there are plenty of solutions out there. Oh, uh, yeah. You just got to go look. Oh, yeah. You don't really have to look because they'll just show up. Yep. And a lot of them are dumb. So a lot of people are saying, why don't you just play an extra quarter, which I, I I kind of agree with. But if you look at this, remember, the Chiefs went eight minutes and got a field goal. Mm. Do you know how much time that leaves the Bills with? They have seven. So now, still again, the team that gets the ball first has an advantage because they can control the clock. I would say to that... Um... You could let the team score if you're afraid of the time thing. You, you could. could do that because that doesn't take any like, oh, well, we need quote. No, you could just let them score. Here's my problem. And I was thinking about the extra quarter thing, too. And I have a problem with it, too, because thinking about it this way. If let's say the Chiefs still win the coin toss and we just play 15 extra minutes, Chiefs goes down and score. Bills go down and score. Chiefs go down and score again. And because they got the ball first, they have an extra possession. Exactly. And they're winning again because of the coin toss. So I'm not okay with the extra quarter. And then, and then I saw someone say, well, okay, uh, just ha- have it be time- a timed quarter. But the team that goes down first doesn't have to score, or I mean, uh, can score a touchdown and kick the extra point. But the other team has to go down and score and then they're forced to go for a two-point conversion. I've heard that too. Why? Once again, the team that gets the ball first has the advantage. Like, what if what if the Bills don't like their two-point play? You know what I mean? Exactly. And then, and then and the caveat was that if the extra point was missed, then they could kick up extra point instead of go for two. I don't really understand. I don't get that. To me, that's unfair to extra, the team. Extra points are made too often. You know what I mean? It's unfair to the team that gets the ball second. Um be, and then I've seen, I've heard someone that I know have suggested that the first team just has to get a two-point conversion to win the game. They would have. Both teams. They, they would have. It, the, the, Doesn't the change the root of the problem <laughs> exactly. that whoever won the coin toss was going to win the game. I don't get what is so wrong about college overtime. Yeah. It is, to so me, good. the only solution for the NFL overtime because both teams get the ball. Yes. They get you score first, the other team gets to answer. Yeah. You score, you score, because then after the first overtime, it flips. Mm. So you get the ball first, they get to answer. I don't get why we're jumping around. Oh, time, make it time, make it. Time. Just start from a 50 yeah, and play it like a college overtime. I don't get why this is so hard. Start from the own t- your own 25. I think that, that, I think, I think that. that might be an issue. Why is that? Too because long? you punt it, you punt it. Mm. What does that mean? Yeah, that's true too. Like teams are just going to end up going for it on fourth down. Yeah. So I think Which if you fine. I think if you start at the fifty, it eliminates the oh we'll just play. I, I guess you're right. It's fine, but like at the same time, uh, it's, it's 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 interesting. A complicated one. It is a complicated one because it's like it's fourth and twenty because the other team, like in college, they get the ball to twenty five no matter what. You're going to go for it. Yeah. Like you're not just going to punt it away. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't really know how you... That's why I said the 50, because you're not punting it from the 50. Yeah. You're going to go for it anyway. Yeah. It doesn't really matter where you are Because you the figure field. the other team's going to score a field goal. At the exactly. Like, and the problem I have with college is they start at the, at the 25, which is already in field goal range. Starting at the 50, and maybe you even started at the, like the 40. Yeah. You, you have to move the ball in order to get into field goal range in the first mm. place. So it's not a guarantee that if you don't score the first time, the other team is going to go down and score. Yeah. It's not a guarantee. I, I, I don't... What's wrong with that? I'll, I'll say this real quick. As big of a problem as I have, or as much of a problem as I have with a lot of the other solutions, we've talked about the six plus two. We've talked about all that other stuff. I think all of it's better than what we have now. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Only having to go down and score a touchdown under the day. Remember when it was a field goal? <laughs> That's unbelievable. But only having to go down, score a touchdown, literally six points. Uh, with all the pass interference, roughing the passer, you know, exactly. This is an offensive league, such an offensive league, illegal touch, you know, all this stuff. Um, it is way too easy, way too easy. And I saw this of the eleven games, playoff games that have gone to overtime since the new rule, seven, seven on the first drive have gone for a first drive touchdown end of the Jesus. game. That is a total of sixty five percent. The team who wins a coin toss wins at least sixty five percent of the time on the first drive. To, to all the people saying, just make a stop. Yeah, it's so easy. Isn't so it? easy, man. Um, uh, I just think that you know, with the college overtime too, 
It's like, oh, just make a stop. Just make a stop. You're forcing somebody to make a stop in that college overtime. Because exactly. if they just keep going back and forth, then the game keeps going on. Somebody's got to make a stop eventually to win exactly. the game. It's make a stop. Okay, the Chiefs didn't. Chiefs didn't have to make Ex- a stop. They, that is the problem. The Chiefs did not have to. Had they been on the field, they wouldn't have been able to. Mm. So by doing the college rules, you are forcing a team to make a stop. Because if they don't, their offense is going to be going back and forth, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. You're forcing a, te- a team to make a defensive stop in order to win the game. I, I don't see what's wrong about that. Yeah. Um, it was a great game. I thought the Chiefs played really, really well. I, I As good as the Bills are, um, this was a toss-up. Whoever, or this game could be played 10 times. Yeah. Each team wins five times. I, I agree with you. I think this is, uh, I think we're going to be seeing this a lot in the AFC playoffs. Mm. Uh, maybe in a lot of AFC championship games. These two teams are just so good. They got the they got their core locked up for a little mm. bit. I think the Bills are in a little bit of a better spot um, just because they're not as tough with the cap right now. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs have had to pay a lot of good players. Uh, they'll probably let Tyran Tyran uh, walk this year, but they've paid Chris Jones. They've played Travis Kel- paid Travis Kelsey. They've played paid Tyree Kill. Um, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is on that ten year deal. Uh, but this is, I mean, people are calling it the new Brady Manning. No, this is much better than Brady Manning because those two. Uh, Manning had the arm talent, Brady not so much, but these two are, I saw someone call them demigods, and I would agree with that. I mean, they're pure arm talent and just pure, they both have insane uh, football IQ. I think Patrick Mahomes is a little bit ahead of Josh Allen. In I, respect, I would agree, yeah. They're still both unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. It's going to be a lot of fun <laughs> to watch. I wish we had one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's like, that's the thing about the AFC in the next couple of years. If you don't have one, you're kind of screwed. Yep. Uh, so we got two games next week. It's the, it's the it's the championship games. Mm. You know what it is. I, I we've talked about it. Like, is there? It, it feels weird. Like these these two yeah. matchups in the in the championship game. Nobody they had feel it. Weird. Nobody really had no, it. Nobody had uh, it. As far as okay, first off, Rams forty nine. Well, Rams are some people did seed. have Chiefs Bengals. I will say. Sure. Rams Rams are the literal four seed. Yeah. Uh, 49ers, as far as they're concerned, they're the six seed. So. Um, and Chiefs Bengals had Chiefs the, are the two Bengals are had four. the Bills won. Um, had the Bills won, we would have had four three and six three uh, or six four. I mean, that's crazy. Um, so it's just totally unpredictable. I, I think literally three of the four underdogs won last yep, week. They did. That's also, I think it's the first time. I think I saw SC fact first time that both one seeds have lost in the divisional round. It's crazy. Both <laughs> Packers were truly dominant. I could see the Titans losing. Yeah, but man, the, the Packers, Packers. Yeah, wow, that game was, that was tough. Stunned. So uh, we got two rematch. We got two rematches. One for a third time. But Bengals Chiefs. They played Week Seventeen. Um, who who knows how 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 much the Chiefs were trying? It was in uh, oh Paul Brown, yep. right? Uh, that's the stadium. Yep. Okay, I was just Paul making Brown sure. Um, Bengals won that game on a uh, Evan McPherson field goal, right? Yeah. Uh, it was close game. The Chiefs really were the better team that day, but who knows how much they were trying. They were up 17 with like, I don't know, uh, 20 minutes to go, 25 minutes to go, and that's not really the Bengals' fault. Uh, they, that last drive that they went on, it was 35-35. They got a lot of stuff to go their way. They won. They were you know, they were playing for a lot. I'll tell you that much. They were playing for the AFC North. The Chiefs were playing for seeding. I mean. Yeah, it's really all it was because they had already won the West. Exactly. It was like, how much How much is this? does this game really mean to them? Yeah. Uh, not a ton, I guess. I, I just think that the Chiefs are far and away the better team yes. here. And Especially when we watched the Titans game last week. Exactly. It just felt like those guys were playing checkers. Like, it's not, it's not a slight to the Bengals. It's Mm-mm. just, you guys just aren't there yet. I'm not saying you can't get there. And I don't really think they're a good matchup for them at all. No, really. they're not. They're t- they're a finesse team. Mm. I think at the end of the day, to beat the Chiefs, you've got to be... I think first off, first and foremost in the NFL, what uh, what we've seen clearly, you've got to be able to throw the ball really well. The 49ers didn't because of terrible f- yeah. weather conditions and all that. And, and they teams. usually don't. Um, but... Pretty much, you got to be able to throw the ball really well. I think you got to be able to rush the passer, and that's the one thing the Bengals are missing. They can't rush the passer very well. We saw in the Titans game, they could stop the run, and they did that very well. And they were yep. a really good matchup it, for a team like the Titans because they stopped the run. It's not saying that they don't have people capable of rushing the passer. But they just haven't done that exactly. kind of a job of it. Exactly. I mean, Trey Hendrickson is a great player. Uh, but uh, he they, was a little banged up. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you, you had some key guys get a little banged up. I think they're going to be fine for the game, but... 
you have to be able to rush Patrick Mahomes and, and gotta have elite pass rushers. Exactly. Trandrickson's not bad, but as far as pass rushers go, maybe he's top fifteen. We maybe. saw we saw the formula to beat them in the Bucks game. Mm-hmm. You either have to a outscore them, which is really tough to do, or b make it so that they that they can't really move the ball at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes is at his best when he's improvising and out of the pocket, but if he's got guys chasing him, mm-hmm. it's really tough to make make consistent play after yeah. play after play. Getting I just bruised. don't think the Bengals can do that. Offensively, I think they can keep up for a little bit. I mm-hmm. don't know if they can do it for a whole four quarters. Like You have to look at it this way. They scored 26 points. They settled for four field goals. They scored 19 points and settled for four field goals. That is not going to beat the Chiefs. Mm-mm. You saw, the, you saw what the Bills goals. did. They literally went touchdown, 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 touchdown. Yes, they had five touchdowns. It was, and they still lost. And they still lost. I, it's unbelievable. I think they'll be able to get to the passer better than the Bills did, which is to say not very well. Yeah, exactly. But um, they're gonna. I don't. I, they're just not the Bills offensively. That's what it all boils no, down it, to. You're right. Uh, Joe Burrow is great, but he's not Josh Allen. He's not, and I don't think they've got any running game. Neither really did the Bills. But at the end of the day. You got to be you got to be elite on both sides of the ball to beat the Chiefs, and I just I, I don't think I don't think they can do it. I mean, we saw it. That old line is terrible. Yeah, that old line is really bad. Terrible. It They've is got really bad. A great quarterback with great weapons, but at the end of the day, if you can't protect Joe Burrow, you're going to be in some you're going to be in some trouble. <laughs> and I think that that's where the Bengals are just kind of eh. The O line is just yep. terrible, and then the D line and, and is really good at stopping. And the, the Titans run. had been one of the worst pass defenses mm. in the league. They were one of the best rush defenses. Yep. But they were 25th, I think, in pass defense. Yeah, and and the Bengals went for 19 points. I, I don't think this one's going to be close. It's a seven-point spread, which, yeah, I think you're right. You said this to me earlier. You thought it would be five, five and a half. I see that now, especially because the Bengals won that first game. Yeah, but um, it's at Arrowhead. I, I don't see the Bengals going in I would take them. the Chiefs. I would take the Chiefs I, I would seven. I, um, I would, too, and that's crazy. They're just playing so well, man. I think the, I, It's crazy because I think the line should be five, five and a half. Mm. But I'm still going to take the Chiefs. Like yeah. I just think that they're playing their best football. Yes, you beat them, but you did it at home. And this Chiefs team, it, it, they now have something to play for. And I don't really believe in sports journalists saying that you know, like, oh, the lights are too bright for a team when they've never even played yeah. in, under the lights themselves. Exactly. But this is a huge stage for the Bengals now. I mean, you're going from okay, you played the Titans in a game where you know you were kind of flying under the radar. Now you're playing in the AFC yeah. Championship. Yeah. Game. You know I think I, mean? I think there it, we go. If you were to have anybody in this game, it would be Joe Burrow because mm. uh, he's cool, he's calm, he's collected. Yeah, <laughs> they got a lot of young guys, man, yes, playing in do. their first AFC Championship game ever. Here we go. Yep, let's go. Uh, Rams 49ers. Rams haven't beaten the 49ers in the last six straight times they've mm. they've met. So three years it's been. Yeah, uh, the Niners seem to be Sean McVay's kryptonite. Ish. Um, they played most recently in Week 18 when the uh, Rams blew a 17-point lead. Yep. Uh, and, and the 49ers came back and won that game in order to make the playoffs. Now they're in the NFC Championship game playing those same Rams. Conventional wisdom would tell me to pick the 49ers in this one, but uh, I'm riding and riding and dying with my boy Matty Stafford. Uh, I think the Rams are the better team. Mm. I thought they were the better team in Week 18, but I just I thought uh, you look at circumstance. Uh, you look at the point in which we saw or which it seemed like the, the Rams just didn't really care anymore, kind of coincided with the the ending of that Cardinals-Seahawks mm. game. I just think the Rams are going to want it more And, this and one. why do I think that? Because they played a lot more conservative. If you exactly. watch that game, it looked like their entire game. This is going to be completely. the battle between whoever gets the lead first is going to give it up, and then they're going to co- go back and forth because <laughs> they got the lead, so they got to be conservative. They yeah. can't be too over the top. Well, But over time, so it was like, okay, so it was – uh, Rams 49ers I think they go all the way down the field it was 17-17 this is exactly what happened Rams sprint down the field easily 24-17 then uh, uh, 49ers come back 24-24 overtime so the Rams mm-hmm. have been playing absolutely perfectly on offense going into overtime and that last drive they played really well overtime starts Cardinals lose they had won the NFC West and then their entire offensive game plan just yeah. completely switched. Niners kicked a field goal on their opening drive. And they have two minutes to potentially win the game, and it yeah. just kind of looked like... And then, and then the last play of the game, Matthew Stafford literally just seemed like he just wanted to see 
Well, let's try it. See if it works. If it doesn't, Throws, oh well. Uh, like seventy five twenty five ball yeah. to the the corner had seventy five percent chance of catching it, and he did. Uh, and the game ends. But yeah, I I was surprised by it. Um, I think the Rams win this one easily this time. Um, as good as the Forty ers are. Um, I think I do think it's tough for the Rams because they throw the ball a lot. That 49ers D line is just ridiculous. We yeah. saw it in the Packers game oh, yeah. too. Aaron Rodgers was and that was the thing grass. about that was one of the things is that the first half they were getting no pressure. The second half they made Matthew Stafford mm. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so, but the Rams O line has been lights out, and we saw it against a really good D line yes, last absolutely. week with Jason Pierre Paul and those guys. I mean, it was it was a shutdown performance. By the Rams align really what it came down to was mistakes. That was yep. the only reason why they if they don't turn the ball game. over, I think they win it. But they were twenty three points better than the Cardinals, and they were. And I think that they were probably twenty points better than the Bucks. Yeah, but a lot. I mean, four turnovers. Yeah, maybe and, even more. And they all happen in your own territory. Exactly. Well, um, not the. I guess the 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 botch snap ended up being of, in their yeah. territory. Yeah. Um. So. At the end of the day, like all that stuff happens, he missed kicks, all this, all this stuff. I think they're probably twenty points better than that Bucks team. They let them get into back into it for no reason. Rams de- defense is playing lights out, and when it gets aggressive on offense, it's playing lights out. Forty ers are playing all right. Um, they beat the Cowboys. That game was close. Beat the Packers. That game, yeah. kind of. I don't know if that game's played in perfect weather. Who wins? <laughs> but uh, they did come out on top. I think the Rams are just playing. The better, better like, football. I think they might be playing like the best team in football right now. As good as the Chiefs were, I think I think the Rams they're just not as much of a complete team. I think the Rams are a really bad matchup for the Chiefs. Mm, I, I think so I too. I think defensively, they get after the quarterback. Like they can pressure you from the interior. They can pressure you from the outsides. Yep. You hope you hope your secondary holds up. They do most of the time, but every now and again, they have a game. They were fantastic. Ninety percent in that game. Exactly. Uh, what's your dream Super Bowl here? We got four teams left. What would your favorite matchup be? Uh, I think a Chiefs Rams would be pretty cool. Um, I think a Bengals Super Bowl, whoever they played, would be really cool because the Bengals haven't made it in a long time. I hate the Bengals because yeah. they're an AFC North foe. I'm personally rooting for Rams Chiefs. I really have been disappointed <laughs> by the outcomes. I was AFC side. I was kind of rooting for the Titans. They lose. Bills lose. Packers lose. I'll be rooting for the Packers out of the divisional. Uh, rooting for the Cardinals and Cowboys in the uh, wild card. They both lose. Um, so, yeah, it was tough. Rooting for the Raiders to beat the Bengals. They lose. So, pretty much everything that could go wrong has go wrong except for Tom Brady. Um, that was good. That was that, nice. That was, that was nice. Don't have to deal with him. Hopefully for forever. I don't know if he's coming back next year, but... Um, I would like to see Rams Chiefs. I think that would make for a hell of a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I, I'm. I'm right there with you. I mean, I would be okay with Rams Bengals too. Anything else could be an absolute bloodbath. I think Chiefs ran or uh, Chiefs Forty ers As much as the Forty ers get after the quarterback, they just can't score enough. Yeah, and we no, saw it they're, before. They're just not good. They were they were a better team when they played them in that last Super Bowl. It wasn't yeah. enough. And uh, as far as Bengals Rams go, I I just don't believe in the Bengals. If they but if they beat the Chiefs, <laughs> yeah, somehow, exactly. Holy shit! <laughs> if they beat the Chiefs and they and they don't do it by like you know fluky plays or anything, then it's like, well, shit. Are they good? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, long one, no breaks. This we just couldn't take a break. It was just too much good football. Mm. Uh, like I said, it was going to be much better football than the wild card weekend, and we were so right. Mm. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.